Yes. We did. Nice to see you again. Which is another conversation that Mr. Bill and I have had this conversation about. When it actually, when the, when the federal position changed so dramatically, I didn't notice much press. I didn't notice much press. When you look at the six or seven years, so I'm just concerned about your banana and your note. I don't know that it's at the same scale. I'm curious as to what your read is. The Keystone Pipeline got approved and it just kind of, that whole debate went away in a day uh, when when thousands of calories were burned by the second by hundreds of people for years. So is, do, are we really still in an anti, um, uh, anti-energy mode? I mean, I'm just, I'm so I'll give you a, I'll give you a couple of examples, and I, unfortunately, I think the answer is yes. And I think the Achilles heel right now is the infrastructure part, right? Because if you can't move it, whether it's an electron or a molecule, you won't get it out of the ground or you won't use it. It's an easy, very cost-effective way to put the brakes on any form of energy. And by the way, we did an analysis, it's up on our website, of a lot of energy projects that have been stalled or canceled, and some of them are renewable. I mean, they don't want a transmission line that's going to be, you know, transporting wind from where it is to the markets in the Northeast. So it's sort of, you know, it's there's no discrimination in this. Don't want anything. Uh, you know, look at, you know, the Constitution. You look at the Constitution pipeline that is supposed to be crisscrossing New York. New York put a kibosh on it. It was supposed to be servicing a market in the Northeast. No Constitution pipeline. You look at uh, the Sabal Trail pipeline system in our Southeast that's been stopped. It's under construction like Keystone was, and it's been stopped in the middle. You look at, uh, you know, I could go on and on. So there are big problems with infrastructure. So what made the difference with Keystone? Why did it go far Keystone? Well, I think at that point, to be perfectly frank, the mileage that needed to be get gotten from that, from the, the really anti-Keystone people had been gotten. They weren't going to win. They weren't going to overturn that. And they've turned energy and resources to others the Dakota Access Pipeline and others. Uh, and some of them are small. They don't make it into the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or uh, the Chicago Trib uh, because they are maybe interstate, uh, still badly needed. I met with uh, a CEO this morning at breakfast uh, whose pipeline, it's within one state, but unless he can get the resource from here to over here, 20,000 people are going to be out without natural gas power. Uh, and that's like next year. Uh, and they've got people that are, you know, at the city council militating against it. Uh, they don't want it. Uh, and, you know, that is a huge problem right now, which is that midstream part, whether you're a transmission line of, you know, transmitting wind and solar from the Midwest, you know, into other markets, or whether it's natural gas, we can't build anything. Uh, and some of them are underneath the radar screen. Now, if you ask the industry, they'd rather it not be in the news because <laughs> they just want to get their permit and move on. Uh, but it's, you know, it's the people who don't want it that want to be in the news. 